This time on TNT. Not to brag, but we got a couple new appliances in the Torrens household. We have Ba 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 Baran Guy. And what are DH35s? That's all coming up right now on TNT. Hey. Hey. You guys enjoy you guys enjoying lunch? Uh yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Thank you. Okay, you wanna you wanna everybody right now, ready? Ba 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 baran. Ba 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 Come no. on, get guys. No, it ba ba ba. Come on, it's lunch, man. Let's we're just sitting here. There's nothing else going on. Ba 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 You know what? I'm not doing yeah. this. No, it's embarrassing. Oh man, I'm just trying to liven up lunch. It's boring in here, you know. Do you know my first I... day of work? I don't know. Can I tell you something? What? Hello? What? Yeah. What's Can I problem? tell you something? This morning when I told my wife it's going to go to this new this new place for lunch and I'd never been here and she was like, I've heard terrible things about it. And then and I, I was like, no, I'm sure. How bad could it be? You singing Barbara Ann made it worse than I even imagined in my wildest dreams. Like, so just before you say anything, just think about that. Well, I'm just having fun. I mean, I remember that, that's just one of the funnest songs ever, like at camp. You want something else? I know, but that's subjective. That's fun Maybe for you. This else. is not fun for me. Making your way in the world today takes everything you, you got. got. Taking a break from all no your worries, worries sure would help a lot. Come on, man. Sometimes you want to go. No, everybody. It was nice um, for a minute because it was sort of nostalgic and kind of a nice memory for me. But then you ruined it with the decibels. I didn't. I was just feeling like Ted Danson was going to come in. And it's just I got emotional. That's all. I just don't understand why why you're emotional on me like you're dumping this emotion on me well it's my first day of work i'm excited i just saw these people here and i just wanted to do something with everybody but they're no one cares can i have some roles get it by the way can i have some roles yeah you can have some roles here okay what what else do you want well my lunch that i ordered maybe all right, I'll go to the kitchen. I'll okay, be right back. I'm great. sorry. I'm sorry I did everything. Under job description, pretty sure all. it says go to the kitchen, come back from the kitchen. Just Those are the two aspects of the job. I'll be right back. Oh, Get your order. Don't want to hang out with me. Denise. Okay. Denise, I told you these people, they're everywhere. They're in line for a rental car. They work in restaurants. I mean, they're... But, they, but do you see what I mean? Like, they just... I was in a great Jesus, mood. Dennis. That, that, who the hell is this? I've, he didn't even take my order. I right? don't know. What the That's going the thing. On? The thing of it is, these people, they it's like they're joy spreaders. And it's like, well, don't get your joy all, all over me. Like, ah. Okay. All right. Here's your salad and your bread. Oh, um, uh, thank you. We, uh, okay, we staring have... contest right now, me and you. No, we Let's have go. some... Uh, staring. Ah, three, two, no, one, I'm go. Not, uh... 
Blowing in your eyes, dry them out. That's, did, were you eating hummus? Is that what that is? Okay, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you blinked. You blinked. I, I did, win. yes, on purpose. <laughs> yep. My colleague Denise and I have some things to discuss on our very short lunch break, so I will thank you in advance for uh, maybe you could get our bill ready. All right, I'll, I'll get your. Uh, you don't want to eat you so anything? Much. Like no, this no, 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 lasagna. no. I'll take a box for my salad, and um, I'll take a moment's peace. Thank you. Okay, well, sorry for being alive. Denise, I'm sorry so sorry. for being here. Amanda told my me this morning problem. that this place was, uh, it had a bad reputation. Uh, I never imagined, I never would have picked this place if I'd known. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. My God, Dennis, I don't, this is insane. It's just, I, I don't understand what's happening, but... Please know that I, I had no idea I wouldn't have brought you here if I'd known that there were like that that this would be the the vibe, the mood. It's like it's like I'm not even here. I know. I know. I know. Okay, here's your bill right here. Um <sighs> while I have you here solid um, in a box. This is my colleague Denise. I feel like she uh you didn't you didn't take her order, you didn't acknowledge her, you didn't See her. Is there? I wonder if there's a manager I could speak to just to help improve the experience for the next customers that come. No, no. I just wanted to talk to you. It's not like you seem like you would be maybe popular, and I was trying to get everybody to sing, and nobody else kind of followed you. And I don't want to tell my boss because I just started here today. Remember? I do. I just started. I want to get fired already, you know? Okay. Just trying to get some people going in here because it's kind of boring. It's my first day of work. Uh, you've mentioned that. Um, well, thank, I love thank you. I mean, don't don't you like the Beach Boys? I love the Beach Boys. That's what I listen to when I go home. I take a, a, a bath and I listen to Barbara Ann. A shath? And I take a, a bath. I thought you were saying a shaft because I like I like running the shower when I'm in the bath and a shaft. I thought for a second we we're going to connect on something. A, ah, that's a good idea. I'm going to try that tonight. Now I'm like ba 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 ran ba ba ba. Come on, Denise, ba ran. Do you know um, when John Stamos started drumming for the Beach Boys and it wasn't a joke? That's where the Beach Boys lost me. They've lost me in a million ways since, but that was the first time they lost me, and they've never had me back. So, uh, Kokomo is another example of when the Beach Boys lost me. Um, so, I'm afraid you're bringing up a bad memory in what is becoming another terrible memory. So, it, it's kind of a double whammy for me. But you're young man going on, going on, old man run on, going on, Max. Do you know that one? I do. Do you have uh, the machine for the um, for the Interac, or do you have? Uh, can I give you a credit card? Um, oh yeah, I gotta get the box over here. Hang on. Okay, Denise. Again, I, I'm so sorry. Could we get you a burger? Could I order some Uber Eats no, to your office? Just Could get I me. get something dropped Let's go. off? Okay. Let's get out. Yeah, I need to pay. I can't die. Here it is. Here's the thing. Um, you press that, and there's it says a tip on there. It's percentage tip or the other, which means you can put money in extra if you want to. If you yeah, can't yeah. add it. Here, here's a tip. <laughs> Maybe find another just career. <laughs> 
what is that like because i can sing good should i be well singing? no it's just like what you think i can sing no it's just like i don't know because i was gonna ask you if you think i could sing I, I, you didn't even say that and then you said maybe i should have another career i, I can't makes me kind of think like maybe there's fate or like you know when you have a feeling and you see something and it's just like a a moment in clarity and you see it and it's like you said that and i'm like that's what i was gonna think but i'm maybe i should become a singer thank you really cool yeah really cool for for that perceived it dicked it on my voice because you didn't say anything what can i ask can i ask you a question since since we're here since all right we're we're doing this what what how who how what did you God do before knows this what i did to doubt you what did God you do before only knows this what i did to d- doubt you no, I'm, I'm serious this is a, this is an important question what did you do how did you who who are you <laughs> Denise, let's go. This is. I'm not gonna. God only my card was declined, but I think it's because I can't concentrate. Here's your bill. It's all done. Thank there. you so much. Thank you so much. No, I want no memory of this time at all. Goodbye, Denise. Why? Goodbye. Where'd that guy come from in your brain? <laughs> the annoying guy? It's like it's like those restaurants where the whole staff sings happy birthday and they clap from the kitchen. But he's used to working in one of those places, but he was working at a place where they don't do that. <laughs> yeah, he's felt like he's like getting a connection with somebody. And all of a sudden he's not at work anymore. He's just hanging out. <laughs> I can see how um, it would be hard to put in the time at a slow lunch place. You'd have to come up with games like throwing ice at each other and um, trying to sabotage each other just to make the day just, go by. You Did you work at a restaurant? Uh, a sandwich place in Barrie, dishwashing. Right, for 20 minutes. For like, yeah, a week. Hey, what's the blackened chicken sandwich story that someone was talking about? Well, that's in the book. Remember the the keg story? When I uh, drank the keg by myself. What was the... It was all banged up. What was the blackened chicken and I, sandwich part of that? Well, I was so I was so hungry that one... Uh, it was like I was drinking that every day. It was a stupid experiment. And... Uh, it was like day drunk or whatever, and I like kind of waddled up in Manhattan Beach to the main drag, and there was this sandwich place there, <laughs> and I was so so wasted it was difficult to even talk, and uh, the the guy thought I had it like you know I had mental issues, so he was like feeling sorry for me, and he's like just sit down there, and I'll make you a sandwich. And uh, he literally, like, uh, I couldn't say black and chicken sandwich, so I had to, like, he told me to point at the board, the 
the uh, blackboard to show him, show him what I meant. <laughs> and, and when I left, he was crying because he felt so bad for me. Because I just sat there, ate the sandwich, and left. Aww. <laughs> was it a good sandwich? You don't really know. It was, it was a pretty good sandwich. But uh, I'm surprised I remember that moment. But yeah, it was. Uh, he was feeling sorry for me. Aww. Right, rightly so. It is kind of an interesting town because people, it's like the divide is so great. People are having the best time of their life or it's a rough go, but it doesn't seem like many people are just kind of muddling along. Yeah, I, I had uh Why did you end up living there? I had no shirt on either, like just like shorts and bare, like flops. Like Adidas shorts? I just saw a big spider. <laughs> Go up the door. Don't you hate that? Yeah, I don't love it. Why did you end up living there? Because uh, that's where, when I went to move in with with Avery. I wanted to, to uh, try out L.A. And so I lived there for a couple years. I was living with him and Brad Norton. And then me and Sean moved into our own place. In uh, in Manhattan Beach. So, Did you yeah, like it? Just a couple years. Yeah, I was. I I liked it down there. It was too a little too quiet, a little too much time on my hands. Hence the keg. Wasn't stuff um stuff like that. <clears throat> wasn't uh, uh, rain living there as well? At the time we were recording back on and off. He was there. Steve was living down there always. Anyway. So yeah, half the band was there and we were recording down there. So it was like a lot of traveling back and forth. Like Coots would rent a, an apartment in Santa Monica on and off. But yeah, a lot of, uh, it was mostly just time, too much time. <laughs> just too much spare time. Right. And then you get into what... Um, kind of uh, ways to fill the time your particular uh, character is into. For some people, it's Gold's Gym and smoothies. Yeah. For other people, it's uh, bad decisions or fun decisions, depending on how you look at it or what stage you are in life. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it was... It was very co very collegiate stage for me. Yeah, it was also just the, the first place I've ever been where every day is a Saturday and at 2 o'clock Wednesday sure. afternoon, the patios are full. And business is kind of social. Everybody's in business has some like it's the only place where like you know you're doing business with your friends all the time. Yeah. In a sense, if you're it's a bunch of musicians in the music business, or if it's a bunch of people, producers and entertainment people that you keep working with, or whatever, it's just you're out together, you're partying together. Every day is, ends up at a bar, you know, for sure. Because what else are you doing? Games or concerts or whatever, and it's always some kind of celebratory place where everybody's engaging in in that lifestyle. So yeah, it's really hard to uh, not do that if you're not trying to do that. What made you move home? I think it just uh, too much of that that bullshit in a sense. Like it just was like the same old stuff. 
over and over and I just missed home. And uh, I think when I came home back to Toronto in like 2004 or whatever, that's when I was kind of at least over all that stuff, the partying side, I guess. And uh, yeah, and that settling down was more of an idea and that's when I met Lisa and that was it. Aww. Yeah, it was perfect timing to meet her because... Um, neither of us were looking to, to settle down or have kids, but it was like the we were proven the opposite by meeting each other. And I think that's some, that's what you want in a relationship. What is happening with the door now? Another spider? Are you letting it back in? The spider, the spi- no, the spider came down and then it went around the side. So I opened the door so it went out. Now I think it's outside, which is wicked. You let it out, or you had to flick it out? Yeah. No, I opened the door, and <laughs> it spun a web to escape, but it wrapped around the outside of the door, and then I closed it. So now he's outside, or her, or wherever. Aww. Enjoy your life. Not in my house. It was getting huge. One of those big yellow ones. A yellow spider? You know, they're like, they're not, uh, they're kind of off-white, but they're light, lighter. And they get pretty big. I'm sure it would rock your socks if it bit you. Those are Ontario spiders, bud. We don't have them here. Really? Yeah. And being by the water, there's a lot of spiders around here. Oh, yeah. Water spiders. And, and ants. Like crazy. I like the you maps. Have to you, have to, you have to live... If you're living on the water, you got to spray for ants and spiders every, every season, in a sense. Really? Get ready. And mice love to come in. No way. In the house? Yeah. Yeah. They'll find their way in. So is Rebsy taking care of them? Yeah. Rebs loves mice. He, he's a hunter. I'm not, He'll get them. Not feeling them at all. No, that's why Rebs is fun to have around. So what does he do? The, Just kill them or bring them to you? Corner it or whatever. Well, the best is if we can corner it and get it out of the house. What? A, no. Take it take it far away and they can find their way back from three miles by the scent of their yeah. own urine okay well we've caught a couple but like we've thrown throw, put a put a few out and hopefully get they would go into other places i think because yeah i don't know how it got in but i guess if it can get in and get in again but we've sealed up all uh there was like a little space under the front porch that we sealed and then there was like we saw a couple of vents that didn't have uh, covers on them. So, I don't know. I think we're good. I haven't seen any mice this year. Not your problem well, anymore. Not my problem anymore. Um, In the new place, we had the uh, got the full uh, inspection on it. It's rocking. No which issues. Is no, uh, nothing. Yeah. Not even a sign of water in the basement, which is good. That The area that it is, is nice and high. So that's, that's what you good. want. That's what you want. Um, Lauren Hammersley, who I worked with on Mr. D, um, uh, and is on uh, the Netflix ratings juggernaut Virgin River, um, bought oh. a place in Nova Scotia, in rural Nova Scotia, and it's on uh, the ocean, and it's on a bunch of acres, and she's doing much of the work herself. It looks like kind of a kooky old place but with great i've seen that vibe on and, ig yeah she's Instagram. crushing it she's 
she's really doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, she is. And and she's like posting pictures sitting on her roof with the ocean in the background. And um, I remember her saying to me, and this is so uh, interesting. Um, she said when she lived in Toronto, her place was super neat and her mind was less so. And then she got out here and her place is kind of a mess and a work in progress, but she's never kind of been happier or more satisfied. Really interesting. Nice. Um, so the sneak. So the sneak, Another yeah. example of the sneak, yeah. And the reason I, I thought of it right now is because um, I remember uh, she was doing, she had some vermin challenges and someone suggested the blue paint trick. And I don't know quite how it works, but I think when you capture them in a live trap, um, there's blue paint, so they get blue paint on their uh, feet. So when you release them, then if you have blue paint tracked into your house, you know it's the same ones coming back. Mm. Right? Kind of a wild trick. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, a wild trick. I admire her doing that because she's in the middle of nowhere and um, just kind of figuring it out, doing all the work herself. She's quite a gal. Very cool. Super Very cool. cool, Jeremy. So when do you guys move? Uh, end of, we, we get it at July and, but we're going to do some work to it first, like get the floors and the kitchen updated and. Oh, you are. Yeah. And we're going to, uh, cause Lisa's mom, we're going to have it like if she wants to come or even if her boyfriend wants to come, like we want to have the place set up so they can be here if need be, like if they need to stay or live here or whatever. Great. So, um, get you know finishing the basement and the main. There's a bedroom on the main floor with a a, a bathroom across from it. We just want to have that will be where Lisa's mom can stay. But the bathroom across from it doesn't have a shower, so we're gonna in change it so it's kind of like a walk-in shower bathroom vibes. You know, like with the the stone floor where everything drains. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, just a little updating. Who's going to do the updating for you? We're kind of we're looking around right now. We were we're trying with some buds. Everybody, you know how hard it is. Like it's everyone's booked. Yeah. So it's if it's not uh, if it's not materials, it's people. So we're just kind of trying to figure it out right now. And uh, I mean, hopefully we can have it done in July while we're we can well, so we'll stay here. Another month. C'est vraiment excitant, Jeremy. Move in in August. And move in in September. <clears throat> Whatever, uh, when it's done. So you'll be there in time for school-ish. The, the owners from this place are so awesome. They're like, don't worry if you want to stay for a year. You can. How do they have the luxury of not being in a hurry? Well, they have a house that's just like 10 minutes from here that they love anyway. So... I mean, it must, you know, it's, it's must be nice to have, be able to have two houses in the GTA, but, um, that's amazing that they have that luxury to, uh, not want, you know, not need to, to sell their place. So they're like, yeah, whenever that's fine with us. Yeah. I think what it is, is like, he, he likes the idea of this place and she like loves her house. Ah, so it's like, it's easy to, for her to be like, oh, I want to stay a little longer and for him to. You know, because we're, you know, obviously it's been difficult for us to find a place and the pandemic being on still and 
yeah, it's just every, everybody has to kind of just see it, how it goes for everybody for stuff to, to, to get through everything. But it's good that we have cool people here on both sides that, that are willing to help. So, yeah. I like um, on HGTV when you're watching a show and there's no real drama. It's like the, the first reality show was a baby story, remember? On yeah, TLC. Sure. And like, you know how every episode is going to end. It's going to end with someone having a baby. Yeah. Um, so uh, HGTV shows when there's no drama at all, but they need an act break to go to commercial when they're like really grasping at straws and someone walks in the door and they're like, Dan, where's my sconce? Yeah, that's it. And that's what they go to commercial break on or like, oh, get in here, Courtney. You're not going to like yeah. this. What? It, well, Lisa's like all about that stuff too. Like she got the deck show for us, right? So she's already looking into house shows like, you know, oh, is she? Guild, fixer uppers. Yeah, for sure. Because you do one of those shows, you get a hundred thousand dollars of labor and of, and cheap materials. See, man. that's Just smart. Tell me, tell me that ain't worth doing that. That deck, if we wanted to get that deck ourselves, would have been probably eighty grand. But doing it through the show, it was like ten. Well, it's almost easier. Why don't you pitch a show called What the Deck? And then <laughs> well, whatever. Be the, they're out there. You could be that's guests on your own show. That's why Lisa's, uh, well, yeah, I mean, you, you know how hard that is, finding a, a sponsor and a network. Yeah, make a show called Mama's Moving In. Yeah. And then that's the a pilot. But there, there's a bunch of HG shows that are doing stuff. So, yeah, she's looking around for that, too. I like that uh, they're getting to shows like uh, Bargain Block. I'm into that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into that. Like, we bought this show, this house for 20 cents. And we're going to put $30,000 in it. I noticed they're doing stuff like um, 50K three ways. So if you have 50 grand to put in your house, here are three different things you could do. Instead of like, it it was a little dispiriting all those like, yeah, we bought it for 74 grand and sold it for 985. Like that is not, (laughs) that's not real or attainable (laughs) for most people. Not at all. Yeah, that like. That breaks hearts and gets people like throwing things at the yeah. TV. Yeah, we put in a dual vanity <laughs> and sold it for seven million. It's crazy. But I think yeah, we put in a, we put in seventy five. Like, what is that bullshit with these? Um, the American ones are the worst. They're in like fucking. They're in like uh, Dallas or North Carolina. And they're like, we bought this house for $250,000. We put in $60,000 in upgrades. And the, the upgrades <laughs> are like all the floors, brand new kitchen. Like the roof's all redone. There's like <laughs> yeah. moved walls everywhere. Like where's that money coming from? 60 grand. Are you out of your mind? What the hell are you talking about? It's like 200 grand of labor and materials. We watched, and then everyone at home watches it thinking that's how cheap it is. We watched a Backyard Builds marathon this morning. Shug and I were up at 6. <laughs> and awesome. like, what's your budget? Uh, 35? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, okay. Yeah, what do they end up I guess we can only put one fully powered, plumbed exterior building with a new deck in your backyard and completely landscape it then. It's going yeah, to be tight. The, and at the end, they're like, okay, we'll do this. And then you look. 
30, we had to cr- crank it up to $37,000. Look, and it's this oasis. The act break on this one was they were getting the storage container delivered, and the, the commercial was like, beep, beep, he's backing up, and the guy says, oh, I can't get through there. So it was this big, like, oh, what's going to happen? Then on the other side of the commercial, it was like, oh, wait a sec, yes, I can. Like, there was no, (laughs) there was no, like, oh, that was close. Like, not even, not even trying. Yeah, my favorite is, like, you see a wall all of a sudden, like, getting shoved, and it's going to break off, (laughs) and then it comes back, and it's like, oh, that was close. It just comes back into place. Yeah, a slow zoom to a footing. Like, well, that's ominous. What could that be about? Like, there's an ant. There's an ant. Whoa! Or, um, Dave, you better get down here real quick. Goes to commercial. Then on the other side, it's like, I thought we said egg white. This is cloud white. All right, we'll repaint it. With the project back on track. Maybe, arguably, the most confusing aspect of this renovation TV is on Love It or List It, when, as I've said before, they always um, uh, love it. They rarely list it. Yeah. But this is what I don't understand. They have a third party doing the voiceover. Hi, Indy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. I appreciate it. That's good, though. That's that's a good gig. I know, but they they have the guy... Who's uh, trying to get them to list it. And they have the gal who's trying to get them to love it. And then... Old Pierre Trudeau mask. Yeah, exactly. And then there's a third party who's like, well, Jillian does the wallpaper. Doug shows them a thing. They don't need that voiceover. It's confusing and unnecessary to the story. I think that's like reality TV. Like that they they, they figure probably that narrator ties everything together, right? Like the come dine with me style. Such a waste. (laughs) Well, it can be good if it's like comedic, I guess. But yeah, if it's just an extra voice, just to nail that down. It's such a waste. Back two rooms done. They had to do this. (laughs) Just showing it. Who is this guy again? Yeah. Um, So I'm I'm into week two of my class visits. And I've done every grade from grade three to grade 12. And. Kids have great questions and they're really into it and making the best the way kids do. They're so adaptable. The girls have started making Barbie masks out of surgical gloves. So their Barbies are wearing little masks, um, surgical gloves and dental floss because they have created the fictitious town of Caringville. And there's been a COVID outbreak in Caringville when some of the Barbies were having a sleepover at other Barbies houses. Um, it's just neat the, the level that kids ingest all this stuff on. So I was talking to a class the other day. It was a grade five class. And this guy goes, uh, can I ask a question? And I said, yeah, sure. And he said, what time is this class over? And I was like, oh, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I think 1130. And he's like, cool. So I started talking again and he interrupted. He said, can I ask another question? I was like, yeah, of course. Can you make me the host when you're done so Amir and I can hang out after it's over? Like, stuff that's, like, not even part of the English language 18 months ago, kids now just bandy about, can you make me the host? (laughs) That's great. Everybody's just making do. I just think it's awesome that your kids are doing Barbie PPE. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, they did. <laughs> that's that. That's where we're at in this this pandemic. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, but it's not um, weird or sad. They're just no. It's, it's like you write so about what reality. you know. Yeah, they're just dialing what? it into their life. <laughs> what else is they gonna do for sure? I, oh, love... I got my first vaccination on last Sunday. How'd it go? Uh, good, fine. I got the AstraZeneca. Everyone's getting all whoa. I, I kind of got it just because I'm sick and tired of people crying about it, to be honest. Because I had the the Moderna one booked in June or whatever. But just all the BS people concerned and like worried about blood clots and just... I, uh, it, it, like Britain wouldn't be where it is. Zero COVID deaths right now without AstraZeneca. So yeah. it's, it's, you, you take whatever you can get. And, uh, again, there's obviously going to be risk in everything, but you can't just think, oh no, this one's, this one's bad. You know, it's not true at all. So anyway, I had, uh, I did have 24 hours of like, the first night was like, uh, kind of like, I, I guess if it's like, if you got really banged up and you know, you don't sleep at all. If you're really banged up, you're just kind of toss and turn yeah. and feel crappy, you know? So it would, it's just, you know, and just kind of repetitive, weird dreams that have no meaning, but like a continual repetitive nothings. Like, I, I don't even know. I can't even explain what I was dreaming, but it was just like a continual, like A, B, C, D turnover, A, B, C, D. It had to do with like either breathing or a sequence of breathing or something, but it was just this continual, repetitive, annoying thought. <clears throat> and I didn't get much sleep and uh, kind of like fever dreams, I guess. I didn't have a, a high fever or anything, but I, I did have chills and kind of aches and stuff. So that lasted probably 24 hours, I'd say. And that's it. Like a bit of stomach ache, tiny bit. And then I was fine the day after. So, I, I mean, you know, that's your body, I guess, showing that something's happening and your, you know, your body's adapting, I guess. So, yeah, I'm through that. And, uh, I don't know if that means uh, 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 my neck when my next shot will be or whether they're just going to do Pfizer or whatever for the next one or Moderna. I'm not oh, sure. so you can do a combo platter? I've heard that the combos are, are more effective, but I don't know if that's true at all. You know, I thought they're saying maybe mixing them is a good thing. I'm not sure, but uh, I guess mixing them isn't a bad thing. That's the good thing. That's all I care about. <clears throat> I read something that said you're far more likely to have a blood clot on a flight than yes, you are from time. AstraZeneca. And also now that people are aware it's a remote possibility, they are catching yeah. it quicker. Um, yeah. It's, it's just a shame that there has been this layer of stress and kind of greasiness um, yeah, that's as it's perceived. Yeah. That they had to end it in Canada is the stigma that it was creating, which is bullcrap. And it's, again, it ties to the uh, giving the the floor to the uh, to an opinion that's really uh, ridiculous, you know. Like banning flights because 
because someone got a blood clot on a flight. Really, that's what what they're doing. I know. You know what's super greasy is there was a study that came out this morning that said there have been a thousand private planes landing at secondary airports like Hamilton. Oh, for sure. In the last few months, because you don't have to, there's no quarantine hotel nearby. Yeah. So G balls with the three um, door boat garages are doing the Hamilton sneak and flying back across the border and just going about their life. Those with resources. I also heard a lot of people are going to the States to get a vax. Well, yeah, they were, I guess now it's probably not as necessary, but that may, I mean, the, 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 one of the best statistics I heard was 49 people died from blood clots in Britain. Out of all the millions that that took it, I think, now that they've had no deaths. But, you know, Toronto had 47 deaths in one day, a few days, like last week. Wow. From COVID. So that's a great example of how silly people thinking, well, no, we can't do this. This isn't safe. When a whole country is has no deaths from the exact uh, vaccine that everyone's crying about in Canada. It also like there are, there's so much emotion around it anyway. How did you feel like emotionally? What, Um, how did it strike you? Like, was it a moving experience? Were you relieved? No, not really. I just felt like, you know, when you're uh, doing something you, you need to do to get things further, I guess. So, um, just because everybody's in the position that we're at, we're being locked down, everything's closed, you can't do things, you can't go out and, and, and do recreational things like you would have before. So it just feels like a step in the direction of that again. So there's that feeling of accomplishment, I guess. Did Lisa get hers? But, uh, not yet. She gets hers in next, next week, I think. <clears throat> so yeah, when, when do you get yours? Do you know? Yeah, May eighteenth. Oh, okay. and nice. I was so I was that's next week. I was happy to book mine, and then yeah. they lowered the age uh, restriction, and I was able to book Carol's. It was one of those like nice. Matt Damon, Tom Clancy movies. Like, oh, there's one available here. Hit refresh, gone. Book another one. Oh, there's one available here. Try to book it. It's oh, gone. Yeah. Like that kind of yeah. uh, mad panic. I The amazing race. I was really <laughs> struck by a feeling I didn't expect when I was able to book one for Carol. Like It, it was like all the uncertainty and uh, nervousness and probably everything from the last 18 months kind of came to the surface. I didn't feel that when I booked mine, but... When I booked hers, it was a tremendous sense of relief. Yeah. But it's interesting talking to people in the States because I I don't know how exactly it worked there. Obviously, Biden's been getting a lot of people done. But talking to uh, people in their 20s who've had a couple shots already, life is returning to normal there. And even with some of my corporate gigs on the horizon, as soon as June, they're doing them in person. Like in Orlando. I can't be there. But um, people are certainly starting to live like the world's opening up, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Aside from the fact that every day felt like molasses, it's pretty astonishing what medicine and science was able to pull together in a relatively short period of time. For sure. Hopefully we can get schools going again. 
I mean, the worry here in Ontario now, it's like the online schooling, like we were talking about last week, it's getting difficult for kids to maintain focus and you have kids that are kind of dropping out mentally. Yeah. Just kind of not. Of course. But now there's the bigger issue is their, you know, um, screen time, you know, their eyeballs. Right. Like they have to be in front of a screen for school and they take time off by looking at videos on screen. So now you have like eye doctors are saying, listen, we're having kids, their eyes are actually decreasing. Right. exponentially because there's no time off from this backlit screens for them so while their eyes are trying to grow at this age it's just a really uh frightening thing because there's no way out and uh we especially at a time when they can't go to the park or play pickup basketball or vape or do all the things that they're supposed to do yeah yeah so now and they're they're sneaky trying to to uh to make it in September here where parents will have to decide whether their kids are going to go to to school or online permanent, which I think is a disaster idea. They're actually thinking about that? Yeah. Why? To, in my opinion, it's the, you know, the conservative government trying to take away jobs, trying to lower the bottom line of spending on uh, education in this brutal by having online you have less teachers you have more uh bullshit kind of strung together concepts of curriculum and uh they're they're going to try and make this they're going to try and sell the private idea of online uh learning and if you want to go to a school you're going to have to pay for it which is insane but like that's that's a mindset that's that that the conservatives are going to try and sell so dumb scary stuff so dumb and so scary because i i've realized in this time how important um recess is and lunch is and chasing each other around the playground is and school sports and school music programs like things that i always knew were critical but that are the first things to get cut kids are herd animals and they need to yeah. be in a group for socialization and uh, development and all that stuff. And watching my girls, as I'm sure your kids have, manage all the micro disappointments of the last year. And the saddest thing is how okay they are with it now. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, second year in a row, our dance recital that we've been working on all year got canceled. Yeah. Second yeah. year in a row, we well, won't be able it. to have a graduation thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's Jack and John now. Both lost their grade eight graduations. Right. Like, who? That's like, so we're, we're, they were just talking about it. Like, really, man? Like, both of us? We're both getting ripped off? Right. Who gets the, like, who loses any graduation? Let alone both your kids. Right. The only thing I know for sure is the mind has a way of compressing stuff in the rear view, right? Like 10 years from now, it'll be like, remember when we had to wear masks for a week? It won't always occupy two years worth of time in your memory bank. I know, but like those, like the the social stuff, like the the importance of graduation and your friends and being 
being there and kind of experiencing that as a group as opposed to not at all. It just kind of feels like limbo or like if you dropped out of school or something, you know, even though you're still there. Right. I bet it's hard to stay engaged. Forgive me for eating a sandwich. Oh, um, nice. And he just snuck me in a delicious, a delicious sando. Nice. How do you say no to that? What kind of sandy? Well, it's on um, uh, like a baguette that's toasted. Oh. Ham, yeah. cheese, a bit of bacon, I think some avocado, maybe some oh, pickle. Oh, wow. What the heck's going on? A California sandwich right there. Honey fancy. mustard. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know? going off. That is a, it's a massive, massive amount of flavors. It is. That's why I can't even sandwich. sneak a little bite because it's, uh, no, I, it's like I had to really legit. go for it. And it's toasted. So time was of the essence. Um, Tagger, what's yeah, going to exactly. happen with the NHL playoffs? I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, you've got... You've got, uh, I mean, McDavid is just lighting things up. That's got to be exciting for you, right? It is. I mean, I, I, it's been different with the North vibes, but I, I mean, it's pretty cool. And the fact that all these, like, it's kind of an already, like, anything that good happens, it's like, oh, it's just fake. It's all, doesn't matter. Doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what the plan so it's is. almost... It's almost like it doesn't like if something happens, it's great. It doesn't matter if something happens, it's crap. It doesn't matter. You know, it's like there's this asterisk vibe with everything that happens, which kind of takes away the the excitement, I guess. You know, because I mean, it, uh, I think McDavid's finally at that point in his career where he's probably feeling a lot more comfortable too, and their team is probably in a better position than they were. So. To to think that he's going off just because he's playing a bunch of soft goalies is I don't know if that's a, a fair assessment really. I don't but even know what happens. CNHL, like come on. So the the first round is Canadian teams against each other, <clears throat> and then is the second round the winners of those series against each other, and then yeah they the, cross over. How does the, that work? And then at the at the end, do they do they like? Uh, Go to the states or in Canada? Where's the finals going to be? They have a Michael Bublé. They bubble Do in they have that? Alberta. We'd have to see. I'm not. I'm not in the loop on this. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I've been so invested in this house hunt that uh, I haven't been able to kick back and watch any games, uh, baseball games, hockey. Don't get to watch nothing. Right. I'm just I was waking up every day looking at a hundred houses in depth, and then uh, combing through them, and then uh, and now it's actually gotten more, I guess, work because we're focusing on trying to get the updates happening in the house that we haven't even got dimensions for. So more like tracking down flooring, what kind of flooring. Do we need a couch in this room? What size is that? We're looking at uh, like old kitchens, not not old kitchens, like new kitchens. Like, I, do we just get a new kitchen, or do we buy a, a, a kitchen that's like from a home that's wicked? You know what I mean? And fl- fire that in there. What about so um, that? Almost becomes more work. So yeah, I'm, I don't know if I'll be watching any sports for a little while. What about the paint? Paint the cabinets and put new hardware on it. That's sneaky move. It is, but these are like this place has like 1991 builder cabinets. Like they, you know what I mean? Like it's pristine and perfect, but it's like 
the minimum that you would put in there back in 1991. Right. They're Terrence so, Trent like, Garby. To the, yeah, to the point where like they don't even go all the way up to the ceiling and there's like a false little uh, built drywall space of a foot and a half that you could have cupboards. You know what I mean? So that's got to go and then real cupboards up top. Oh my gosh, the sandwich. Who decides oh, that? Sandwich. Who decides that suddenly, oh no, cabinets go to the ceiling now? Lisa, with our house, because it's storage that, that you can use. And we use every inch of extra storage. I know, but someone in the world of design, I should not, this is so rude. I should not be eating a sandwich while we're talking. Yeah, I know. You're saying the kit, kit cabinets to the ceiling? Because someone was like, well, there's a foot of drywall when you could be putting, like, at, you know, stuff that you don't need right now. I know, but you where are your decorative plates supposed to go? If your cabinets you go all the way to the ceiling. All that stuff. Yeah. That's more for, like, you know, like lobster pot or, you know, huge stuff. You know what I mean? You got big stuff that you want to get out of the deal. You got uh, your Vitamix instead of it sitting on the counter all the time. You want to get it out of there? Boy, Coasters. howdy. I'm going to tell you of two you additions the to the Taurus to family there? that have uh, changed our tune. Uh, we broke the bank and got a Roomba. Do you have a Roomba? Is that the, is that the uh, shake maker thing? No, that that's the robot vacuum. Oh, the Roomba's the floor of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gave see, him a name, and he's uh, we got we got too many stairs in here for a Roomba. I guess so. Um, but this guy uh, has like super stair technology, so he won't go over oh, or no. down the stairs. And <laughs> how is it? Does it do a good job? Do you know what it? It's so fun. It's really fun because it's like you have this little personality and like. Our guy's name's Steve, and uh, Steve yeah. is just like, uh, needs a little rest for a couple hours, and then he's right back to it. He's so cheerful what, so he's and steady. always doing it? Well, you can decide it, when he does it. There's an app, like there is for everything, and you can program him to come out at 3 o'clock every day if you want. You can also, when you're at Sobeys, if you're like, I wouldn't mind Steve doing a quick zhuzh before we get home, <laughs> I'm going to turn him on via the app. So he's just like a, a little, he stays parked, and he's charging up. And then you press clean, and he's like, do 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 How long does it take for him to rip, like, the the main area? A couple there? hours, but he's kind of played himself a few times. Like, Steve opened the door to the mudroom and then closed it behind him. And he was in there for, like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, where's Steve? And you hear a noise coming from the mudroom. Like, oh, how'd you get in there, bud? But he, the floor so is so clean. Vibe, Really? Yeah. It's clean underfoot. Because, <laughs> don't get me wrong, best? our house is always clean, but Joy has yeah. big paws, mud sticks oh to them. God. So when she comes it's... in from a walk, the kitchen floor is covered in dirt. Yeah. Or just hair. Yeah, just hair. The hair, man. Rebel himself. He's only a little dog, but every single day, if you don't sweep up, there's hair on the floor. Exactly. I remember and when you guys you were showing for... your house. Yeah, you leave it for two days, and it's like... There's you look in a corner and there's a little clump of white hair just started. Right. It's um, unreal how fast it happens. Here's the other addition to our family, an air fryer. Oh yeah, I've heard about these. You just put a little bit of fry in. Is it legit? Yeah, it's like a little bit of. Didn't um, we talk about this? 
Is it real? Is it good? It was great. We made uh, air fried chicken. And, um, you know, you put some panko and dip it in the egg and put some flour and panko on it, fire it in the air fryer, and it cooked air fried chicken in like... Like uh, you can put a whole bird in there? It's like half an R2-D2, you know? Really? Yeah. It's like half an R2-D2, and it can get uh, 400 degrees in there. So, like, what do you do for fries? Like, you just put them in there and then, like... Yeah, you just put them in there. There's a fry setting. There's a fry basket. How come it tastes fried when there's no fried? I don't know. That's the whole thing. It's that delicious... Does it taste like normal fry? Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. I put them in for a bit too long the first time, and they were a little crispy, but they were the five-minute fries to begin with, which are dope. (laughs) What Um, do you mean? Like, ones you made from potatoes yourself? Or, like... No, I think it's McCain's has five-minute fries. Oh, okay. All right. And they're great because they're crispy. They're more kind of shoestring. Yeah. Um, So you fired them in there. Yeah, you fired them in there. And they were a little crunchy because I overshot the runway. But the air-fried chicken was great. Really? No, you're saying just ate them as is. You don't find it any different than normal fried. Correct. It doesn't taste like fake fried. No. That's crazy. I know. That's because I remember. I think I talked to a neighbor, and they said it. They had one, but uh, I don't think it was a bigger one. And they said it was kind of. You can tell it's not full on legit fries. Yeah, this one's like uh, like an R two D two. This one's, but that's the R two D two. But you can make croissants. <laughs> you just fire them yeah. in there. You can make um. I like you can make a whole uh, turkey. I don't know if it's that big. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe a small turkey, but like um, you can uh, air fry wings. Just put some salt and pepper on them and air fry them for fourteen minutes. Flip them once halfway through, and so they're still chicken wings, but they're healthier because they're not deep fried. I remember my neighbor years ago had um, a deep fryer on the counter, and she'd heat the oil, drop stuff in, turn it off. Oh, the oil would harden. Big mess. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like firing up dots all over the place exactly there you go two little appliances that are have changed the game when i was a kid i i tried to cook uh bacon you know when you're a young kid and you think you're i was pretending actually pretending to be walk with yawn as a kid (laughs) like and i i didn't have it like when you're i was like kid home from school trying to cook like walk with yawn bacon I was probably, I don't know, seven or eight. My mom wasn't home. And uh, the bacon started getting super hot and splashing everywhere. Yeah. And I got like, and I wasn't wear, I wasn't wearing any clothes. I was wearing a sheet. Like, you know, like when you're a stupid kid, you don't wear clothes in the house. Right. Cooking bacon. And then all of a sudden the bacon starts jumping and splashing and it got on me. And I was like, ah! screaming you were in your black and chicken sandwich wear i went to yeah yeah for sure i went and ran run to the bath and like didn't i was like the thought that the water would make it feel better but it just made it worse and i was just crying for like a half an hour we didn't have a microwave in our house um carol grew up with the microwave so she knows all these kinds of like yeah you can cook bacon in the microwave i had no idea yeah, for like five seconds. Did you fast. know that you can cook most things in a microwave? 
Yeah. I didn't know that. Why are you saying that like that? Well, we didn't, you were saying that. <laughs> we didn't have a VCR. Like, there were some kind of um, gaps in my development from things that we didn't have. That's one. Oh, yeah. No, I, didn't, I wasn't a big microwave. I never had a microwave either. Right. That was fancy. In the 80s, that was a big deal. Having a microwave, big time. I remember, like, no VCR and no microwave. That was the big thing. So yeah, we had neither of those. VCR. You had to rent the VCR. Did you ever rent the laser disc? Ha- no, but I rented a VCR at Jumbo Video for yeah. sure. Yeah. Also... And then I'd rent the video game machines. That was always a good time. We never did that. But I remember um, the first time we got a converter, as we always called it, it had a wire to the TV. Yeah. And it would almost reach the couch. The clicker box? Yeah, the clicker box. Yeah. Butter, popcorn, hockey night in Canada. Simple times, man. Papa Doug. Papa Doug rocking the clicker box. That was crazy. He was, he would, his thing was like Benny Hill. Or it might have been like Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, Benny Hill. But I was like, that was the same, like Pat Sajak. Man, that guy's had a long run. No kidding. Obviously, Alex Trebek, but... Pat Sajak. How long was Wheel of Fortune on? Well, is it is it is it as old as Jeopardy or is it? It not must as be old close. But remember, Pat Sajak yeah. had a talk show for a while, and people were like, "Oh, can you go back to the yeah, numbers that, yeah. and letters?" Yes. Um, yeah, that was really bad. He's also uh, his presence on social media is a little suspect. Yeah, he's not Pat Sajak. Yeah, he's not as cool as you would want him to be. No, I know, right? He's like always kind of putting himself in hot water a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking he of, he got in trouble with a guest a little while ago. Something did he? he? Did something? Yeah, he said something. Some off color comment. He got right handsy. <laughs> um. Speaking of hot drinks, uh, the one person in my um, audition career that I really did not take to. In all the years and all the time, spilling some tea, Chelsea Handler. Oh, really? Not nice at all. Eh? Well, there's, it's not even that, but there's usually kind of an unspoken code that you don't kind of go in and steamroll each other and give each other space if you're auditioning together for something. That person yeah. was not very gracious when we were auditioning oh, together. That's the worst. Kind of is. That's not cool. Was it... Uh... I thought it was Jason Alexander was the worst. He wasn't the worst. He was. Um, he, oh no. He was really was nice. Just, oh okay. It was just not like. Wasn't the best experience. Yeah, it wasn't the best day. experience. But imagine you're George, everywhere yeah, you go, and people right. want you to be George, and um, it's yeah. it's probably exhausting the amount of energy he has to put out. For sure. Not like if Dr. Phil, you said he was kind of a dweeze. Well, you know what? I'd take uh, Jason Alexander over that Chelsea Handler any day. Yeah, for sure. Like, that is so hey. unlike me. I went out of my way to spill some tea about Chelsea Handler. I just did not find her to be very nice. <laughs> All of a sudden. Well, she bummed you out. She was like, kind of blew you up on the gig. Yeah. Um, right? Danny like, Bonaducci and his wife you. auditioned just before us. And then we went in and were paired together, and it was Steamroll City, which I did not enjoy. <laughs> you know what I need right now? What? And I'm sick of, and this, the pandemic, is underwear. I'm out, pretty much out of underwear. Oh, boy. I got, like, 
I got underwear that's like the waist doesn't work oh, anymore. Oh dear! So I, have to, I have to like I have to wear pants to keep my underwear up. Oh dear! And then I have like that's the tail holes. wagging the dog right there. I got the holes ones. I got ones that like that I you know like the really nice ones that you think are great that suck like aren't comfortable. So I have like three pairs of those like really fancy underwear that sucks. Like when you put them on, there's like a annoying scratch or itch or something like sacks where they like sit yeah like they sit too too fancy or too like uh intact i know like i hate that here's a hot tip for you bud okay Uh, i need some good underwear mark's work warehouse is an essential service so it's open right now so you can get like a reflective vest or some steel toe boots get yourself some dh35s Denver Hayes underpants. <laughs> yeah. Those will treat you right. Get a, a three banger of those. The Denver Hayes. Yeah, DH35 is their like exotic men's lingerie brand. <laughs> Get some DH35s right. going. DH35. DH Denver Hayes. Yeah. Den- Denver Hayes. It's their in house brand. DH35s, I'm going to get them, and I'm going to tell you how I like Get a three-banger. You can tell me next week. Good chatting, okay. bud. But you'll be, yeah, but you're like, that's it. That, that's the only underwear you buy now? Well, I don't I don't want people to have too much of a visual. I have a few different brands. No. But if you're in a well, pinch, underwear? get some DH35s going. They'll treat you right. <laughs> All right, let's do it. That's bye. what I wear okay, under my chatting. Johnny's jeans from Canadian Tire. <laughs> good chatting, bud. Awesome. Yeah, bud. <laughs> 